Do you consider yourself an overthinker? Yes. Are you more of an overthinker or an overplanner? I think a little of both. A little of both? Mm -hmm. I'm definitely an overthinker. Like, I have a conversation with somebody and then I, afterwards, I overthink it a lot. And I I definitely can see instances where you do that. Mm -hmm. um, Yep. With friends and things like that that we've had conversations with. Something that I didn't think twice about. Days later, you'd be like, you know, so-and-so said this and... That's, I'm getting a weird vibe about that. <laughs> just, you know, it's one of those things. Um, but there are a lot of people that are just overthinkers. And, uh, yeah, probably like the majority of people. Yeah, it's. I think that's become, I think pointing it out has become, about yourself has become kind of one of those trendy buzzwords. I'm mm. an overthinker type mm-hmm. thing. Um, I saw this, uh, dude, Ed Lattimore, he posted this thing. It was said, uh, you overthink because you underact. Hmm. I don't think that's always true. I think this is somebody who's genuinely trying to belittle people for their insecurities. Mm, maybe. I kind of take it more as a... I don't take it as it has to do with insecurities. I think it just has to do with people are lazy and they don't take the next step to do whatever it is that they need to do. And so the result is that they overthink it about it. So is that why you overthink? Is because you're lazy and you don't take the next step? <laughs> mm. No. Well, see, I, and I, I don't think that about you either, though. That's what I'm saying. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what he's he's getting at there. You overthink because you underact. You don't overthink about the conversations we've had with friends because you underacted and you didn't mm-hmm. typically express yourself clearly enough. It's usually because they didn't. And you're like, what yeah. the fuck? That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. In those situations, I'm trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. It's not because you underacted, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes maybe it's because you didn't ask clearly enough, but it's typically, I don't think it's always, I think it's a very poor generalization. But then I found a related thing that, that I believe is probably much more accurate. Oh, God. From the wit and wisdom of Rivolino, you over pussy lick because you under face fuck. You're welcome. We're adulting. Uh, you're under the influence. All right, Miss Bottle of Prosecco before noon. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're both under the influence. I might not enjoy you eating my pussy, but that doesn't mean I don't need to do it. And I said I was okay with a finger. I never said a thumb and three fingers. There's a fucking difference. I'm not really into butt play, but if you want me to strap it on and peg you, I will. Nothing, and I mean nothing, kills the mood more than, oh God, the baby has a shitty diaper. It's over. And we are adulting. Under the influence. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Let's do this. Maybe guys are over pussy looking because they want to continue face fucking. Could be. Could be. But you know, the real gems are those of us who just enjoy it. Yep. I think there's a lot of dudes out there that are like that. A lot of yeah. people. 
I do wonder. Inclusive. <clears throat> yeah, I do wonder how many of them say they like it because it sounds good, and because they think you know, oh, she's gonna want me to do this, and if I do that, we're definitely gonna fuck. Like, I think that that is a a thing, um, or even just you know to show the willingness, whether it's because they want to or think that that's what's going to happen. You know, I think that that's a I think that's part of it, but I do think that there are gentlemen who enjoy it. Absolutely. I can I can attest to that. There are there are at least some out there. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not alone in this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously Rivolino does not share my my passions for this, but uh you know, I don't know. I'm not I've never been a big face fucker, so I don't I'm, maybe I'm missing out. Maybe I you know, Maybe there's just something I'm not doing right about it. Maybe I'm just not the man Rivolino is. What can I say? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna send him some pictures of us and have him give us the green line test. <laughs> something he does on his uh, page. So when I get the results we'll back, both from be his, like angled out from each other. <laughs> yeah. From a when I get his in-depth analysis from it, we will we'll definitely have to share that here on the podcast. Oh. Gene, it's good to be back. We are adulting under the influence. Yep. As always, having us a couple of beers this morning, afternoon. Yeah, it's, it's afternoon. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing fancy, no cocktails, just a Sierra Nevada hazy little thing IPA. Yep. A couple of those. Um, who is not a sponsor yet. Nope. You know, I heard something interesting on a podcast earlier. Uh, it was, you know, normally sponsors are just the two podcasts, whoever's doing the podcast reading mm-hmm. the copy. Mm-hmm. But there was actually a Toyota ad like a voiced over professionally cut radio ad on a podcast. Hmm. That was interesting. That is interesting. It's a pretty big deal to to land a national advertiser like Toyota on your fucking podcast. Like, <laughs> that's getting into real money, you mm-hmm. know. And I know there are podcasters that make good money doing this, but to land Toyota, that's pretty big. Yeah, sounds like it. It was a Two Bears One Cave. Mm. Yeah. Just shock. I've never heard a like professionally cut ad on a podcast what the fuck is this it seems like that will be the future though because i mean i guess i don't really know like how many people are continuing to listen to radio and radio ads or watching commercials on television yeah i don't ever hardly listen to radio i will uh, taking the teenager to school in the mornings Mm -hmm. yeah doing able to do that lately um i'll listen to the radio on the way to the school with him and on the way back, I'll put on a podcast. Me too. Every time. Yep. Every time. And he likes the podcasts I listen to usually, but I still just leave it on. It's usually the morning show here out of Baltimore mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. that have some goofy conversation on. Um, yeah, up until, I mean, up until recently, they, it was always football to start. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what was it they were talking about this morning? Um, shit, I don't remember now. It was, it was actually an interesting conversation. Um, we were half listening to that and half talking a little bit because the teenager... For the first time, is showing real interest in a female. Mm. He's thirteen, so he's mm-hmm. he's showed some interest, but it's uh, becoming more serious. Okay, you got to define this. What serious means in this situation? I mean, he's he <laughs> he seriously likes a, a girl, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, not like things are getting serious with her, but yeah. It's not just a, you know, playful little kid. Oh, I don't like her. She's mean to me. She punched me in the arm type <laughs> thing, you know. It's it's like, oh, no, I like this girl a lot. And he's been talking with her. And um, mm-hmm. it's interesting watching that develop. And 
having flashbacks to when I was that age. Mm. You remember when you were eighth grade and, you know, was that around the time you really started getting interested in, in boys, like, openly? Um, yeah, probably. No, it was, maybe a little, I was probably seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. Um, between sixth and seventh grade, probably. Eighth grade was the first year that, um, I don't know, that it, it meant more mm-hmm. having a girlfriend or, like, talking to a girl meant more to me. Like, I, I remember eighth grade being a big time for me and the girl there were two girls so I dated one and my buddy dated the other one and then we both broke up with them and then I ended up dating the girl that my buddy had been dating (laughs) she was my girlfriend that was a pretty common thing yeah but he was mad because the girl I'd been dating didn't want to then be his girlfriend (laughs) he was like what the fuck I thought this was just come on they're together now what did you guys call it dating um going out yeah we called it going out dating I think it implies you're going on dates well, I thought that going out should imply that. Also, I know, but like, I know. We didn't go out anywhere. I know, but like that, yeah. I don't know. the The second girl, I remember, she didn't live very close to me, but one day we both took off walking on a weekend and met in the middle. Oh my gosh! At a at the uh, like elementary school in town that was the kindergarten or first grade elementary school, we met in that playground. And there was this big corrugated metal tunnel with like dirt going up over it. Mm-hmm. Great playground there. And that was like, this tunnel was part of the playground. And we went in there and kissed. And I was like, oh. Wow. Yeah. It's like, because the first girl, I I did kiss the first girl too, I think. But, and it was just like, I don't know. I just remember that, just, that being a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I kissed a girl before, but it was different. Yeah. It was a before. Oh, God. I was in fifth grade, okay? Like, that was my first no. like, girl. I'm like, so what was it this time? Oh, I mean, there was some tongue. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like a, you know, porno makeout, but it was like our tongues, like, touched oh. and retracted real quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. I had, like, you know, boyfriends, but the first guy that I kissed actually wasn't my boyfriend. It was a very weird situation. Share. Well, <laughs> no names, but you know, hey. Of course. Um, I was in eighth grade and I was hanging out with this guy. We were at this like after hour, after school. It wasn't after school, but it was like a, a later, like in the evening, like early evening time, like basketball thing that was happening at the middle school. My brother was playing and my, I think I had been playing. My mom was there. And one of the dudes that was in my grade, he was there and we were just hawking and hanging out. And then we went outside. And he just full on went, went in for a kiss. And that was my first kiss. And it was real sloppy. <laughs> spit all over. And I was like, what is going on here? And come to find out that he had a girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> oh. So he didn't get consent. And he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So. Um, so where's this guy serving time these days? <laughs> I remember him. He, he called me. Once and so after I found out he had a girlfriend, and then he called me once, um, like kind of after that. And when I realized it was him, I was kind of short and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta go." And then he he didn't call me anymore, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> good." Yeah, good <laughs> it's for the best. I remember being like, "God, is this what all of these? Is this what kissing is like?" Because it was it was gross. There was just like spit all over my face and mouth, and I was like, "Ugh, <laughs> I don't like this." Yeah. 
Yeah. I've had girls like that that like just slobber like all over and it's like, what? That's not necessary. See, neither of my first two were like that. They were both very, they were very different. I remember that. I remember being like, well, that was so different than the first time. It's like I kissed this girl once and I only ever kissed that girl once. The second girl I kissed though gave me a condom. Oh my God. Like just gave it to me and was like, here, hopefully we'll get to use this sometime soon. And I was like, I was freaked out. You sh- I'm glad. I was like, what <laughs> the fuck? But I was also a horny 13-year-old, so I'm like, whoa, she wants to do me. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I think that people need to be careful about, you know, what certain signs and things and innuendo mean, but that seems pretty clear to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't <laughs> exaggerating this. No, she was like, here, I hope we get to use this soon, and gave me a condom. I don't know where the fuck she got it. Um, yeah. That bothers me a little bit. (laughs) It was weird, right? Yeah. I mean, at least, I mean, I think that's better than not, but shit. Yeah, but then being like, hey, I want you to do me, but we're not going to need one of those. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a long time ago. That was a long, of course, now. And then how long was it until you lost your virginity, babe? (laughs) A little ways down the road. (laughs) Dick. (laughs) Four more years. Um, she, I don't know what her, like, I don't know what her home life was like mm. back then. I know when we got older, like, her mom was kind of the barfly type. Mm. And uh, she had a stepdad who hung himself in a jail cell in high school. when We were in high school. And mm. yeah, it was a, <clears throat> it was a kind of a crazy life for her so mm-hmm. yeah, she was uh, a little more mature I guess in some areas than most of us were and mm. yeah gave me a condom um what, what was considered a, like, dating like for you when you were young did you actually like go do things or was it just because you said you had a boyfriend when that guy kissed you no I didn't or no you didn't have, I she, said he, had, a he girlfriend. had a girlfriend that's right but you said you said you, he wasn't your boyfriend that's what it was yeah yeah. So, like, what was your first, like, boyfriend, you know? You know, even in elementary school, I remember it. Was it in elementary school? Yeah. Like, you know, will you be my boyfriend or my girlfriend? Yes or no? And, yeah. you know, um, but it didn't mean anything, really. You know, like, it didn't. Then in middle school, you know, will you go out with me? Yes. And, you know, what does, I remember my mom be like, what does that mean? It's like, oh, I don't know. You know? We're going out. That's what it means. <laughs> Duh. Um, you know, maybe we'd walk to the store, like mm-hmm. up the road from the school or something like the gas station. Um, when I was in eighth grade, I had I had a boyfriend, if you could even call him. That was a totally fucking weird situation, and uh, he had horses too. So he like came and hung out at the horse show park when, um, one horse show that I was there, but yeah. Yeah, but the real shit started happening when I was in high school. Like yeah, same. N- ninth grade. Yeah, well, my first girl, actual girlfriend, like that. I said she was my girlfriend, and she said that too. <laughs> there was a girl when I was younger that I used to say was my girlfriend. There's just a girl I had this huge crush on, and I just call her that to my mom and dad. You know, I was like, yeah, my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> this huge crush on her, and uh, she did me too. Like she had a crush on me too, but we were. We were that young age where having a crush on each other meant you punched each other in the arm yeah. or shit like that. Like, I stabbed her in the ankle with a pencil one time. She kept kicking me, so I stabbed her. 
<laughs> yeah, but you were mad about that. That's why you. That's why you stabbed her. Well, yeah, I was mad because you kicked the shit out of my shins. But you know, yeah, we yeah definitely had a crush on each other. Uh, but my first girlfriend was in fifth. I was in fifth grade. She was in fourth, and our moms worked together. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met. And then um, <clears throat> I remember I was over at their house. My mom went out with my mom and dad went out with her mom and dad on like a you know double date thing. They were going to a comedy show or movies or some shit. And I was staying over there, and they had because she had an older brother that was a teenager, who was a complete waste of space. <clears throat> um, <laughs> he was home with us, and he was like gone most of the night. Like he left three times, I think, and we were just there alone. Hmm. And I was, four, you know, fifth grade, and she was in fourth. And she had a friend over, this other girl, and I just remember like her friend was really flirty with me. I was like, this is weird. Why is this girl flirting with me? And then the girl that was my girlfriend had was like doing something. I don't remember. She was out of the room. And that girl like got real close to me and like grabbed my hand and started like trying to hold my hand. And I was like, now she told you like that she's my girlfriend, right? And she was like, yeah. But you know, <laughs> if you're ever not and you're looking for a girlfriend oh again, God. I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, there's no part of this isn't not going to make me sound like a dick, but I was like, did I choose the wrong one? Because <laughs> like this girl was really, really pretty, and I was like, why is she interested in me? Like, wow, I'm, I undersold myself, you know. Oh and I was God. like, I was being stupid. It was just to make her friend jealous, you know. There was that stupid childish thing, but um, and then I didn't see that girl again for years. <laughs> she became. Miss Texas years later after we got out of high school after we graduated that girl did yeah still feel like you missed out no (laughs) pain in the ass she's probably way too high maintenance I'm like no I'm good (laughs) and she was blonde it's never been my thing so Mm -hmm. the other girl brunette Mm -hmm. big eyes (laughs) shocking right Uh, what was your first real date like where did you where did you go? What did you do? Like an actual legit date date? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, actually going somewhere with somebody. Like that planning. Your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Like, was it like we're going on a date right now or was it just you went out to go do something? Either one. Whatever you, what you consider your first date. <sighs> um, hmm. I don't really know. I mean, I guess at some point it would have been, okay, like date, date, like um, so many different types of things to potentially answer. (laughs) But I think that, I don't know, it was sometime when I was in ninth grade. I don't remember what the actual date was. I just started hanging out with my first boyfriend and then we became boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. And then we would go, like he was a couple years ahead of me. I was in ninth grade and he was in 11th and, um, he was in 11th, but his birthday was in September. Mm. So he was, you know, he was 17 in September and I was 14 and, you know, in ninth grade. And then when he was a senior, he turned 18 pretty early on. Yeah. And then he was committing a felony. <laughs> Maybe so. Mm-hmm. I was 15 at that point. Isn't there like some type of. Yeah, it's, well, and it's, it depends on the state, yeah. but in Texas, it was, has to be over three years. So. Yeah, we weren't quite that far. Yeah. I was nervous because I was when I turned 18, the girl I was dating was 15. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, 
I know that there's that three year thing, but it's still kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe nervous. Mm-hmm. Now three years is like, you know, when, once you're our age, three years doesn't. It doesn't make a difference at all. But when you think about it back then, though. Yeah, the difference. Like when I think about it now, it's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, and if, if I had a 15 year old daughter and there was some 18 year old dude sniffing around the house, like I would be cleaning my shotgun every time he came over. <laughs> like, so, hey, how you doing? Nothing, just making sure I have the cleanest shotgun in all the county. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And I got my shovel sharpened and out in the backyard too. You remember that motherfucker? There was a. Uh one night, one night before he and I were going out he and another because I was on the drum line that's how I met him and one of the other um, dudes on the drum line who I'm I'm sure I I don't know if I actually knew this or not but coincidentally it was his younger sister that was the girlfriend of this other guy. oh wow <laughs> um, and she was a year behind us anyway yeah one night these two dudes come over <laughs> to the house my whole family's there and um uh my mom i don't know if, i don't know if we had company over or what but like my mom was like yeah they don't they don't they didn't, they didn't look like that back in my day <laughs> 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 i mean my ex was like he could definitely manage like a full beard already at, yeah at that age and yeah he didn't look like he was young <laughs> yeah i had friends like that too um you know full beard mustache shit like that that age i remember uh my buddy tim he was same grade as me but he'd been held back so he was a year older and mm-hmm. so freshman year he got his uh, driver's license and then i think it was i don't know if it was that year or if it was the next year my mom's comes to me and she's like so uh how much does tim smoke and i was like what she's like cigarettes you know how much does he smoke and i was just like Go with sarcasm. Go with sarcasm. I was like, I don't know, like five or six packs a day is would be my guess. And she was like, Yeah. Now, how about a real answer? Because that wouldn't even be possible with school. And I was like, I don't know that he does smoke. I was like, I've never seen him smoke. I don't know. And she was like, Oh, okay. And then she left, and I was like, What the <laughs> fuck was that about? It was like the weirdest conversation. So fucking weird. Um, and my first date was like, Wait. So there, there was no follow up to that question. About how much she smokes? Mm-hmm. No, like that was it. Like she asked, I gave a sarcastic answer. She asked again. I was like, I don't know. I've never seen him smoke. She goes, Oh, okay, and leaves. Like I don't know. I, she must have seen him driving around town. Mm-hmm. She knew his truck, so she might. Have, she must have seen him smoking. I don't know. It was fucking weird. I just always remember that. Like she left, and I was smoking at the time, and they didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I was like freaking out. Like, is that how old you were oh, when God. you started smoking? Like fourteen? Fifteen. Yeah, I was 15 when I started smoking. Um, I was 14, I think, when I had my first cigarette. But when I actually started smoking, I was 15. Mm-hmm. Freshman in high school. Because um, it was after, yeah, it was after the first, yeah. It was after my birthday, my freshman year, I started smoking. So, um, But I just remember being so freaked out. Like, how does she know? What does she know? What does she know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that she just left and didn't say anything and then never mentioned it again. <laughs> Like, I'm 40. I fucking remember that to this day. I'm about to be 41 this month. Yeah, you are. And I remember that conversation and her just going, oh, okay, and walking out. (laughs) And she was probably outside just laughing. She liked to keep you on your toes. Yeah, just knew I was in there terrified, not knowing what's going on. Probably thinking, if if he is smoking, he's not anymore. Hmm. Boy, were you wrong, Mom. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, but I think my first date was the the girl, my first girlfriend in fifth grade. We went to the movies. And, mm-hmm. Like I remember my my parents took us somewhere to eat. It was like a fast food place, like Dairy Queen or some shit. Mm-hmm. And we sat at our own table and we ate. <laughs> and then my mom dropped us off at the movies and we, said, we watched uh, Ladybugs. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I remember talking about going on like a double date. When I was in fourth or fifth grade with like my mom and she was talking to my friend's mom about it and I just don't remember, I remember who her boyfriend was. I don't remember who mine was, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> but it never, it never, never panned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things that, that Radio Morning Show was talking about, um, it's a great segue for our, our uh, next segment too, um, was talking about morning dates have become a thing. Hmm. And like meeting up with a, a, you know, potential partner for breakfast yeah. has become a very popular thing. I thought that was interesting, and uh, hmm. I we, like it. I didn't know it, but it's obviously very common. They were they were taking calls and uh, reading texts and emails from all these people. Like, oh yeah, I met my wife. We had a our first date was uh, for breakfast at wherever. You know, we went and had pancakes. I, and, I like that concept. I feel like it puts less pressure on things. It does, you know, because it's not. You know, there's that unspoken thing that it when you go out in the evening, what comes after the evening is bed. Yes. Are we going there together mm-hmm. or am I going alone? Mm-hmm. But if you meet for breakfast, that question, it isn't in in the forefront. Or is it, it isn't there in your mind mm-hmm. constantly. Or getting drunk or things like that. Not, not usually anyway. Yeah. I mean, when we go out to brunch, yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought, it was, I thought that was interesting though. I didn't, mm-hmm. never thought about having a breakfast date. And doing it for a first date too. I think that's a that date specifically is, is how a many, good idea. How many first dates do you think you've actually been on? Oh. Not many. I mean hmm. one, two. So I sit here and try to count, I think about how fucked up all of my relationships have actually been. Present excluded, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Just with. I mean. Oh, so first date before anything happened, like in actual, like your first meeting is a first date. Is that what you're considering? Because like. No. Okay. <laughs> I just meant like I guess a like a first date because like you. I mean, you were the first person I. I would I would say that we had a date the first time we met. That was the first time that. Oh well, yeah. But like every there was another guy that I, I met who I'd met him at a party. I didn't realize we were on a date. I don't think <laughs> when we went on our date. And he was like, "This has been a great date." You're like, "A oh, great what?" Uh, no, <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> weird yeah we just where did we we went to a little concert yeah and then we went back back to his place and you know things went from there i was like oh and whatever and whatever <laughs> yeah um like okay so i i so i had a situation where i slept with someone and then ended up dating them later someone i knew slept with them and then later ended up you know so like was that the first time like we went out together 
Was that considered our first, our first See, that's date? See, that's the thing. That's why it's so hard to answer that question because yeah. like, that's how I'm thinking. Like, of all the times that like probably the closest first date I had was to this guy that I was talking about other than to you. Um, maybe my height, like the guy right, I dated right out of high school, but I knew him. So I don't know. Like I don't, I, I don't have any, I guess that it was like a first yeah, I guess I wouldn't have considered that a first date or that you'd had a first date even. Yeah, because I mean, we knew each other for quite some time, like uh-huh. a few years, a couple years, and then we ended up hooking up and then, you know, yeah, eventually we went out on a date, but I wouldn't consider that a first date, yeah. you know? I <laughs> think that was, it's a weird situation, so. Yeah, so I would say maybe two in my life like an actual first date yeah I'd say I'd say three I'd say three yeah um one girl I remember I was dating so I, was, I dated this girl and then we didn't really break up we just stopped and we were still friends like we still <laughs> hung out mm-hmm. um well we we hung out a few times I wouldn't say we even dated really we just hung out a few times with like groups but like I knew she was interested in me and I was interested in her. We never went out on dates or anything like that, but just hung out with people. Uh So she had a twin sister and it was their birthday party and she and I weren't seeing each other, interested in each other anymore. We were just friends and her twin sister grabbed me and started making out with me. And, but there was never really a first date there. I ended up dating her, but there was never a first date. Was that like a real like dating thing or just hanging out thing? No, no, actually it was... That's the girl I was engaged to. Oh, you've never really told me much about that situation. Like, ever. I was young, and, like, they were the only people in town I knew. (laughs) (laughs) All you did was tell me about the time that your mom invited her to... Oh, yeah. A dinner. Yeah, with my... Thanksgiving or something. With my then wife. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And she said yes, which is weird. Yeah, that was weird. That was was so weird. No, we dated for for a long time, but, yeah, that was... We never really had a first date. Same Mm -hmm. type of thing, though. Um... You, the bartender that I dated for a little while, that ended up being crazy, that threatened to kill me, mm-hmm. actually went out on a first date with her. Mm-hmm. And then there was one other. Um, my uh, girlfriend in high school, like we actually went out. Mm-hmm. On a it's date. very interesting. It's my, yeah. my three first dates, mm-hmm. like legitimate first dates. Mm-hmm. I do remember my first, like, well, maybe first, second, like, real makeout sessions with people. <laughs> maybe first, possibly second. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I do, too. Oh, summer, yeah. Uh, eighth grade, yeah. Actually, I actually think it was the beginning of the summer after eighth grade. Mm. First, like, big makeout session. Somewhere between... Eighth grade and freshman year. Hmm. I didn't really have anything like that until I was in ninth grade. But that was then I snuck out and met some dude, <laughs> and uh, that was the first time I touched a penis. Oh, it was a lot softer. Like the skin was a lot softer than I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah. You yes. Expected to have scales or something. Yeah, I don't know what I expected. I've never touched a penis before. You know, yeah. like you know, the skin is pretty soft. Yeah. And he asked me to blow him, and I said, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. 
He's like, thank. I said, thanks for asking. He's like, what am I supposed to do? Just shove your head down there? I was like, well, I don't know. But. <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> uh, back to the breakfast first date thing. Dog's talking to us. Uh, back to the breakfast first date thing. And our, our brunch date we were supposed to have yeah. uh, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. It's funny, too, because I, I told the teenager, I said, you know, when I said, we're going to go out Sunday morning, we're going to have brunch. And he said, all of us or just you guys? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, we're getting a, a babysitter for the little one. And, you know, you're going to be home. And just Gene and I are going out. We're going to go uh, have brunch have a morning date he's like oh all right cool he was excited because he didn't have to get up and go anywhere so mm-hmm. but um and then it got canceled because the babysitter ended up sick mm-hmm. was running a fever the night before puking all night yeah and, uh, total bummer yeah that was uh but at least we had the meet and greet with her on saturday and we feel good about her yeah she it did go well like she she got along well with coming back the over i need to send her a message and see if she'll um come back we can get her on the calendar for a couple of days so we can actually go out like further than a few miles away from the house yeah because uh at know, night we gotta we've got to get a couple options for babysitters though like, ah. we, we, this is you know we've we've gone this long we had one well we found first of all we found the nanny mm-hmm. so quickly and that worked out so great like she's wonderful she adores our little one he adores her yeah. you know they get along so well that worked out perfectly but we have had the hardest time finding a decent babysitter yeah and we found the one which was a complete fucking disaster yeah it was bad um so we went out on a date night and we have a, a one of the cameras the blink yeah. amazon cameras in the baby's room and we told her exactly what to do yeah like she came over like an hour early all she really like we had the we had him ready to go she needed to change a diaper she needed to do anything he's in his pajamas we're like just do these things yeah read him his book put him down give him his bottle yeah give him read him his book while you feed him his bottle don't give him the bottle feed him the bottle and then Put him in his bed, mm-hmm. turn off the light, and get the fuck out. Like, yeah. that's all you have to do. Read the book, feed him the bottle, turn off the lights, get the fuck out. That's yeah. it. See, now I'm going to overthink that. Did we not, what did I not specify? Feed him the bottle? I feel like I was like, once he's finished with the bottle, put him in his crib. Yeah, no, we definitely specified that. Okay. 100%. We even, we even talked about how he won't hold the bottle himself. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember actually, you know, we've tried to get him to hold it himself. He won't. Uh-huh. It's nighttime. He's lazy. He's like, fuck you guys. You hold it. Um, that's what I keep you people around for. You're my yeah. staff. And she wouldn't, she, first of all, put him in his crib with his book and his bottle and yeah. sat in the chair next to the crib with all the lights on and yeah. wouldn't fucking leave. Had the lamp and the overhead light on. Yeah, it was terrible. And I was watching and we didn't want her to know we were spying, so. Well, she knew the camera was there. I'd pointed it out to her. Yeah. And, and then later, you know, because she said she would text us whenever the baby went to sleep just getting a little bit later we were a long ways into dinner and you called mm-hmm. just to say hey just check and see how it's well, going no you were looking at the camera and i texted well, her i know but she didn't know we were right yes yeah, so oh, you texted her not i called. texted yeah. her and said hey how's it going i haven't yeah. haven't heard anything from you and she's like oh you know having some trouble going to sleep and that's when i was like oh you know usually we just we'll just turn the light off and we'll leave the room you know yeah it's fine and he usually figures it out yeah and she still didn't fucking do it. Yeah. It was... She still, she tried to hide around the corner in his room, <laughs> around the corner of his closet. <laughs> if, 
finally, I think he just gave up. But he was laying there on his belly, just kicking his leg, uh-huh. looking at her like, why the fuck are you in here? Yeah. What I, is wrong with you? I felt you? so bad. And yeah, so he didn't drink his bottle. And I felt so bad when we got home that night. I know. I snuck I know. in there. He turned off all his lights, got his bottle out of there. <laughs> it's like my poor sweet baby. But we were really gun shy for a while after that. Like, yeah. We really were. That was... When was that? That was a long time ago. That was in like fucking August or September. Yeah. 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 And we just now found another babysitter. Was it that Was it that long ago or was it after that? I think it was. I think it was that long ago. Okay. But yeah, we finally just now started looking for a babysitter again. Mm-hmm. And uh, all we've been doing is just having, the you know, after we put the little one to bed, we'll go out, stay local, stay close to home. But we'll go out and shoot a game of pool, have a drink or two, and have the teenager watch the monitor. Yeah. Because he's responsible enough, you know, he can take care of small things, and if anything big happens, the little one won't go back to sleep, is really freaking out, he can just call us and we can come home. Yeah. Um, and the little one's real good. He's like a really good sleeper right now, so. He really is, and that's that's a... That's a freaking blessing because oh, yeah. he is not good at being awake. <laughs> <laughs> he's great at being awake. We're not good at him being awake. Yeah, he is a he's a lot to handle. He so really I would is. not want the teenager to have to yeah. deal with that for very long by himself. Yeah. And also don't want to go very far without an adult here. Yep. That's a scary thing, you know, to be half an hour away and mm-hmm. something happened that requires an adult to make decisions and a thirteen year old is the one here to do that. I don't Yeah. Don't feel comfortable. No, Why are you yet. yawning? Because I'm fucking tired. I'm fucking tired, okay? Didn't you get up like close to 7 this morning? No, I was awake at like 6.15. I didn't mm. get up until almost 7. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so hopefully this will work out and this babysitter will actually be able to come and do some babysitting dates and we can go uh, do some things like a comedy show we're going to go yep. to uh, the weekend of my birthday. To go yep. see one of your favorites. Yep. Well, I mean, I listened to her podcast. I haven't yeah. seen her her stand up. Yeah, Christina Hutchinson of Guys Be Fucked. Going to be in a Baltimore performing, so mm-hmm. we're going to try to go out for that. That's the weekend of my birthday, so I'm take her to see one of her favorite podcasters do stand up, and I get yeah. to go see comedy. So I'm happy. I hope we get to chat with her after. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to. Uh, Stop doing that. Sorry. We'll have to like record something with the phone if we could talk to her and be like, you know, get her. Can you just say something with adulting under the influence? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And drop that into our intro. (laughs) Yeah, totally. It's Christina Hutchins and you are adulting under the influence. Hutchinson. Yeah. And you are adulting under the influence. Mm hmm. Or just say, are you fucking, are you too fucking drunk? Because if we can just get her to say that, which. I think there are good chances if she meets us, that will come out of her mouth. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> if we can just record her saying it, though, that'd be great. We can mm-hmm. just drop it in our intro without her knowing. <laughs> <sighs> ah, it's going to be fun. Where else do we, ha- do we have to go? Who else are we going to go see? Oh, yeah. April 8th, we're going to go see Burt Kreischer mm-hmm. in Baltimore. That's going to mm-hmm. be a fun one. That's going to be a big show. It's at the Lyric. Yeah. Uh, but nice theater. We got to find out what time that, that is. Yeah, we do. Don't look right now. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to look. I was going to sext you. Uh huh. Right. Gonna, I was going to ask what you were wearing. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> I can. I would turn on our kick stream here, but I. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, we're not streaming right now. 
So there might have been a moderate level of intoxication during that podcast. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> Some of your, uh, you're like. We hope you still love us and have come back to listen to this one, <laughs> which I hope is better than that one because it was. <laughs> there were it had its great moments. I think it started strong, and and it just. The, uh, devolved into the bottle of prosecco and a couple of beers and bourbons and teas were finally catching up to me. Definitely were. Um, when you're like, oh, I'm definitely going to either have an OnlyFans or a Twitch stream. Like one of those are going to happen. It's going to be my next job after I after I'm done with with my current career. That's going to be my next job. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, hey, I'm fully supportive, but just your uh, your confidence and my candor. Yeah. A little bit of. <laughs> A little bit of bravado, drunk jeans, big dick energy was on full display that night. And, yeah, um, well, I got to learn how to play video games, I guess. <laughs> the funny part is you would look at the camera with this smile and then you just snap around to me and like answer or just comment on something I was saying, but it might not exactly fit with what I was saying. And I was just like, uh, okay, thanks. <laughs> and then you turn back to the camera and just smile. I'm like... What the fuck? <laughs> you were definitely not all here. It was. Mm, I wasn't all anywhere, I don't think. And then you would like start repeating what I said into the camera, well, so but still talking you. into the microphone. Oh, whatever. And when I was given all the information, I'm like, email us at AUIPod. And you're like, email us at AUIPod. As I was trying to say it at the end, I'm like, wait, babe, you can't, you can't say it while I'm saying it. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was afraid I was going to forget it. <laughs> I had to I had to listen to you to say it, repeat it. Because yeah. I was going to forget it. Giving out our Instagram handle and mm-hmm. our email address. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah. But it did, it, you know, that's one of the big things um, on the OnlyFans app like, is uh, sexting, I guess. is like people can pay for the models and shit on OnlyFans to... And I, I don't know how it works. You pay by the minute, by the word. What if they're a slow typer? I don't know. But like sexting mm-hmm. is a, a service that they offer, or I guess sexting, cyber sexting, whatever the fuck, is something that is offered and a lot of people will pay for. I can't imagine paying for that. But um, hmm. got me wondering about like how many, how what percentage of people sext like on the regular, not with only fans people that they're paying, but just in general. Like it's got to be eighty percent probably of people out there that that adults. Just speaking of adults, it's got to be eighty percent of people have sexed. If they even if they don't regularly, mm-hmm. I'd have to say it, it's got to be a high percentage. What would you guess? What's your percentage? Yeah, I don't over even or know. under eighty percent. Um, like just have done it. Yeah. How many old people are there in the world? <laughs> I mean, a lot. I'm but trying to make an educated guess here. Fewer since COVID, but. Definitely fewer old people now. That's not helpful. <laughs> My answer is going to depend on how many old people there are. Well, I don't have an exact number. Right now, <laughs> so you're just going to have to give a, a slightly less educated guess, okay? Mm. I mean, I figure there's still a lot of baby boomers around, so. Mm. Yeah, those guys. Um, yeah, our parents. They're still here. Yeah, they are. I would say... Less, less than eighty percent. Have ever? Okay, I guess, I guess eighty percent. I don't fucking know. I don't <laughs> care. To be honest, 
Uh, you know, it's weird though. There's a lot more data about how many teenagers, mm. about teens texting or sexting, than there is adults. Yeah. Because it's seen as more of a problem. But like with adults, it's just like, yeah, that's none of your fucking business. I accidentally sent a picture of my balls to my grandmother and you don't need to know about it. So Yeah. You know. Well, it is more of a problem. And especially now because of like some of the legalities that are happening with some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, there are, uh, you know, I, I was actually reading uh, one of the stories said something about there were only six states where it's a felony if one of the actors is underage in sexting. If there's no graphic pictures sent and no plans made to meet up, but like just talking about sexual acts and is only a felony in something like six states. That seems wrong. Yeah, like that should be a that should be kind of an across the board thing. Mm-hmm. Like if I found out somebody, some you know, twenty five year old dude was was sexting with our 13-year-old, 14-year-old niece. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd go help my brother hunt that fucker down. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> felony or not, we would end him. Like, no doubt. Like, that shit should be illegal. Like, how is that not across the board illegal? I don't make laws, babe. Well, what the fuck? You need to get on this, woman. I'm working on it. I blame you for this not being... Across the board thing. What a shocker. A woman is blamed for something else. I know. You guys need to get it together. Yeah. I enjoy sexting. Hmm? Like I do. We didn't before we met. Yeah. We talked quite a bit. Yeah, we did. We, we texted a lot. Yeah. I, I'd send you some uh, suggestive pictures, but you never really commented on them. <laughs> I was I was definitely trying to be a gentleman. Yes. You're very different than any girl, any woman I've ever talked with and you know i know you a lot better now so i know you're not quite as proper and you know i know you i know a lot more about you i just i sent him a picture of my bare back from the waist up to show my tattoos but i had a towel around my waist and nothing up top what would you have done send us a message yeah let us know what you would have done if a woman sent you that Topless from the back mm-hmm. with just a towel around her waist showing off this full back tattoo. Quite lovely full back tattoo down one half of your back and then half of the other half of your back is covered also. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of tattoos back there. Yeah, you've got a lot of ink and some very vibrant colors, bright, you know, beautiful, uh-huh. beautiful pieces. And I admired them. They were I I commented on how beautiful the artwork was. I think you said nice. Exclamation point. Beautiful. (laughs) I said more than just, oh, nice. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. But yeah, there was no, no sexing. And I, you know, I'd, I'd been on Bumble for a short period of time. And there was one other person that had kind of messaged a little bit back and forth before you and I started talking, but, and he wanted to meet and it just never, you know, I never really came around with it and then he unmatched with me but that's okay yeah i don't know just it was uh you were intimidating to me and mm-hmm. you were this very success successful professional woman you have a great career uh highly educated you're a fucking doctor i was like man this is a not what i'm used to so <laughs> then you met I, me and you're like I oh like, <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> do doctors sexed i don't even know <laughs> like what do i i don't know how to react here so there was yeah there were no 
dirty pictures sent. There was a very sexy picture you sent mm-hmm. me of your tattoos. Um, also, you did have the, the picture of you doing the yoga pose yep. in a bikini on your yep. profile, which was stunning. I love. Like, <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, there was nothing like that happened. And then shortly after, like very early on in the after we started actually seeing each other, we started sexting. And yeah, like a few days yeah, after yeah. it happened. The week after that week we met, you know, like yeah. later on. So that was you I know. did I did say some funny things to you that the morning you left my house though. Oh, when I was driving? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hope your beard doesn't smell too much like pussy. <laughs> that was one of them. Yeah. Because I was going to pick up my ex-wife from the airport. My ex-wife and my son. Who they'd been in? Who was still his? Ex, it was his ex-wife at that point. Yes, yes. So we were, we, she was my ex already. We were divorced, but she was. They were flying back from Maine from visiting her mother, and had my son, and she didn't have anybody to give her a ride. So I had agreed to pick them up yes. from the airport. I'm glad that bullshit stopped. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad she met other people. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I was after our second date when I ended up spending the night at your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was funny. <laughs> Next, we had sex again that morning before I left to pick them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the funniest was in the in the at the bar. You were wearing those short denim shorts, yep. and we were sitting there. We've been we've been there for quite some time, and you like grabbed my hand and put it on your thigh. Yep, like, I remember was, that was that was funny. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was so out of practice at this, and had no idea what to do. And like I said. I don't know if a doctor wanted her thigh touched, you know? I don't know how this works. So, yeah, you were just, you know. I don't know how proper you were. You couldn't tell by that point? I mean, at that point, yeah, but <laughs> before that, well, I was I mean, like, even before know. that, I took you to this little dive bar. Well, yeah. I had to, you had to come and pick me up because I was already too drunk to drive anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we were talking about the same bar and didn't know we were talking about the same bar because you had the name wrong. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fun. But the, back on point here, the sexting thing, though, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've always enjoyed sexting. Mm-hmm. I still like sexting with you. Yeah. And I've tried to a few times when I'm at work or whatever, and you're just like, you know, you're usually busy at work, too. And yeah, like, I'm actually not into it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm actually focusing on what I'm doing. Yeah. And I should be, but. You're way more interesting than anything I do for work. So, yeah. Um, it is a little bit of a concern having a teenager now and him being interested in girls and like, mm-hmm. oh, man, we've got to monitor that because yeah, that can be some scary shit. Yep. Agreed. And like I said, they, uh, I'm trying to remember here. Actually, I'd seen this story. but I'll just point out, there's this show called Euphoria on HBO. HBO? Yeah, on HBO. Yeah, I've heard a lot about it. And anybody who has a teenager, it'll terrify you. Um, yeah, this here says, this is a, from March of 2001, but at least one in four teens are receiving sexually that explicit... That is from March of 2001? 2021. Oh, okay. I was like, what? No, 2021. Okay, I'm sorry. all right. Um, at least one in four teens are receiving sexually explicit texts and emails. At least one in seven are sending sexts. More than one in ten are forwarding sexts without consent. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yep. It says about one in 12 teens have had sex that they've sent forwarded to somebody else without their consent. That's the problem. Yeah, that's a 
that's scary. Like that's, you know, you ruin people's lives that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, teen suicide inducing, you know, things like that. Like it's, it's fucking terrifying. And now I cannot find the, uh, fucking story that I was going to pull up on here. And I had it pulled up and I went back so I could read those stats. We need to have more conversations like this, like at dinner and stuff, instead of fucking talking about politics and football and well, history. chime in anytime. I know, I know. And I know it's not you talking about those things, fucking <laughs> teenager. Yeah, that, that bit about um, <clears throat> that on that preview of the stand-ups with Mark Norman, talking about how like adults have it so great now because you're know, 42 years old and you're going to do is get high and, you know play video games or watch the Avengers or something yeah. and it's the kids who are all like you know all they all they care about is sugar content and politics yep yep like uh here have these weed brownies oh there's too much sugar in that <laughs> there was what is he, what did he say that there was one I was like yeah that's that's ours that is like um I know po- they talk about politics and something else um current event yeah i don't remember now mm. bitcoin or maybe i don't know yeah, he did have a part of that bit that is about uh, <laughs> cryptocurrency. It's, it's hard though because like it's hard to like insert into the conversation and i'm trying to figure out other things we can talk about because some of the shit that he says are just so ridiculous and i know that it's like not worth us trying to argue at all so we're just like Subject to these ridiculous conversations <laughs> at dinner. Very true. Okay, here, I finally found this fucking story about sexting. Oh, Jesus. It's a university of uh, Texas Tech University. They're a psychological science department. This big study on sexting to find out why people sext. And it was uh, like 160 people from age 18 to 69. <laughs> nice. Um, and they said two thirds of people don't sext for sexual reasons. Mm-hmm. And that one I think is what surprised me. Mm-hmm. Said so the, the three prevalent, most prevalent reasons are that some people use sexting as foreplay for sexual behaviors later on. That's kind of what I like. like mm-hmm. I enjoy flirting, sexting, whatever with you during the day. My boyfriend does too. Yeah, I figured. Mm-hmm. We exchange notes. Like, okay, <laughs> she did not like this. She was more receptive to this one. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we, you know, flirt, sex, whatever during the day to help build to fun that night or even the weekend, on the weekend or whatever. Some sex for the relationship reassurance they receive from their partner. I mean, kind of, you know, making sure there's still that desire there. Mm-hmm. And like, I definitely had one of those experiences where that like completely went away. Like that happened. And then when we actually started seeing each other, it just completely stopped. And when things got serious and, um, like, I'd try every once in a while and just never, nothing, nothing else ever again. So I was like, all right, well, hmm. I guess we're just done sexting now. <laughs> Forever. How long, how long were we with that person? I mean, we had a kid together, so <laughs> <laughs> we were married for several years. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, after that, like, just never again. Ever. So I was like, yeah, well, I guess... Anything sexual is just over now. <laughs> mm. um, and then some sex their partner as a favor 
with the expectation the favor will be returned later in a non-sexual way, such as a dinner date. So I guess that's why most women do it. Maybe so. It's clearly the... I doubt there's many dudes that are sexing with their woman so she'll take them out to dinner later. <laughs> you know? I mean, I would, but... I don't think that's wrong. <laughs> as long as they're clear about things. Yeah. Like, that's cool. We can sext. I'll send you a picture of a boob. But you're going to take me out tonight. And not to Taco Bell this time. <laughs> no? No Taco Bell? No Taco Bell. All right. I guess you expect a little more class from me. Uh, I mean, in general, not necessarily from you. <laughs> Anything is classier than Taco Bell. Yeah, that's that's pretty true. Um, crazy shit going on in the world right now. Um, all the stuff that's been happening with Russia and the Ukraine... Um, big thing that's been going on on social media about this. I mean, there's been all kinds of stuff. I mean, Ukrainians were using, taking to TikTok to demonstrate how to use Russian tanks. That's like, pretty op- creative. Yeah, creating TikTok videos like, okay, if you find an abandoned Russian military vehicle, here's how you operate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very creative. But uh, one less creative highlight of the internet lately is uh, come from actress Annalyn McCord. You familiar with her? No. She's on 90210. Which? Um, I'll show you the video. Um, <laughs> I don't have my glasses. Is, it, it should be big enough you'll be able to see it, but mostly I want you to listen. Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. If I was your mother, you would have been so loved. Held in the arms of joyous light. <laughs> Never would the stories yeah. plight the world unfurled before our eyes. A pure demise of nations sitting peaceful under a night sky. If I was your mother, the world would have been warm. <laughs> I could pause there for a second and let you just soak this in for a minute. This is fucking real. This like half poem, half love letter to a murderous dictator. <laughs> She has been raked over the coals for this. This is stupid. Yeah. So much laughter and joy and nothing would harm. I can't imagine the stain, the soul-stealing pain that the little boy you must have seen and believed and the formulation of thought quickly taught that you lived in a cruel, unjust world. This can't be... This can't be real. It is, though. It is real. And you know what? I, I... I mocked it too. Like I made fun of this and and mocked it and like I'm guilty. I did. And then Wait, I, the, how many times did you message about it, babe? How many things did you comment? Only a couple, but it, mentally, like I had all these. Like mm. I, just internally, I was mocking and and criticizing. And then I realized, no, you know what? I like this. Uh-huh. I, I genuinely support this. Because this is 100% taking the blame off Putin and putting Putin and putting it on a woman. So, I mean, bravo. That's right. By God, if we, the more things we can blame on women, the better this world will be. And this is just another one. This woman, I'm, I'm assuming a very, you know, liberal minded woman is, is showing that, hey, you know what? Women can take an equal share of the blame as well as equal pay, okay? We need to step up and show that if a woman had done better as Putin's mother, the Ukraine wouldn't have suffered these atrocities. And for that, I fucking applaud her. (laughs) 
Nice. I did like the poems. Like the, I liked the rhyming. The rhyming. That was good, right? That's just nuts. <laughs> That's just crazy. She found a way to blame a woman being a woman herself. I think this like is like classic women just hurting themselves. Fuck shit up all the time. Oh, that's not what you were going to say. <laughs> I wish there was, I wish your eyes rolled audibly just so the, the listeners could, could experience this like I do. Yeah. We should see how we can make that happen. <laughs> Have like a sound effect I hit when yeah. you realize. Uh, so that's our internet ridiculousness for today for the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. It's a good one, man. We are three for three now, three weeks in a row. I know. Dropping episodes. And, I know. And uh, keeping the schedule going. Trying, trying, trying real hard. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's going to be easy. I think we're we're doing a good job staying ahead. So far. Um, you know we we're working on getting our first guest in here very soon. Uh, going to have somebody hopefully in the studio. I also have a couple maybe over Skype that we're going to talk with or. Skype or Zoom or whatever um, platform, mm-hmm. but some great ideas for other guests. So some good shit coming up, and of course our nonsense and ridiculousness every week. Yep. Wednesdays, and I found out I, I set it up so I, I found out how to set it up where I can schedule the episode to be released during the night while we're asleep. You don't, so you don't have to tell listeners our secrets. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm up tirelessly working to make sure that that podcast is ready Wednesday mornings for your listening. Pleasure. Like, yeah, sure, that's <laughs> that's what it's how it's been going for the last year. <laughs> like, yeah, uh-huh, your drunk ass is up that late. Sure. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's good though. We're gonna get we're you know gonna try to continue this where the episode is dropped Wednesday morning. First thing, it'll be ready for your drive into work. And hope you're enjoying it. We are. Yes. Uh oh, baby might be waking up. Uh oh. Oh shit. Well, I guess that's a good time to wrap it up. Anyway. <laughs> it has been a pleasure, my love. Always. Uh, it's the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Peace out. Have a good week. Bye.